Hey, I am your host, Veronica Castellanos, and every Monday, I hope you can tune in because I'll be dropping new episodes with the Momster Podcast. Motherhood can be one of the trickiest things to maneuver through emotionally, physically, spiritually, and on my episodes, I'm going to talk about all the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and joyful moments as well. So tune in every Monday, the Momster Podcast, which is part of the Amplify Her Media Network. everyone and welcome to the Amplify Her podcast. I am your host, Christina Singh, and the Amplify Her podcast is all about amplifying and uplifting women's voices and stories. I am really thrilled to be with you today, and I just want to say thank you. If you are a new listener to this show, oh man, oh man, am I happy to have you here. There is... No greater honor to me than having people come and listen to my words and the things that I'm putting out there in the world and really trying to make happen. And so if you're new here, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're a longtime listener, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am truly so thrilled to have you. So off the bat, let's go through a couple things to know. This is going to be a two-part series, and it is really my first series that I've ever done on this show. And I knew it was going to be two parts beforehand because I just knew that there was going to be so much that I was going to be talking with these two angels. Uh, On the show today, I got a chance to sit down with Stephanie Verschel and Kitty Gonzalez. Both of them are coaches, life coaches, um, but I would say they see themselves as more of the term coach. I'm not really sure, um, but from my from my experience with them, they are both dear friends of mine. And I, in this episode and the next episode of the show, Um, which is going to come out on Friday. So if you're listening to this, um, either it's Wednesday or it's already been released because it's Wednesday, the next episode, uh, the second part will come out on Friday. So I wanted to make sure you had both parts in one week. I didn't want to leave you hanging. So I'm really excited about that. And I hope that you are as well. And please just stick around. These episodes are going to be phenomenal. So what are we talking about with Steph and Kitty today? So I've actually had both of these beautiful women on the show before. This will be Stephanie's third time coming on my podcast, uh, which just feels right and makes so much sense. Uh, And then this is Kitty's second time, which also feels right and makes so much sense. So I have worked with both of these people In various capacities, um, I took Stephanie's program, The Joy Method, which you'll hear about throughout this episode of the show. 
which is, I think, a six to eight week program. I don't know where she's landed now, but it is a program for folks who are just looking to reignite their joy and step into their their best selves. And Stephanie, um, in the last episode of the show she was on, which let me actually go look up what number that is, just so you can go listen to it and, and hear from her. Okay, so Stephanie was on episode three and then episode five, and those um, were quite a long time ago, so I haven't had her on the show in like two years. And then Kitty was on episode 50, so a little earlier than Steph, but that episode came out about a year ago. Oh my God, guys, we're inching on the 100th episode of the show. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Um, It's going to be awesome. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um... Both of those, both both of their past episodes are phenomenal. And I've worked with Steph in various capacities, like I said, taking the joy method with her, which was wonderful. I was part of like that first program that she launched with the joy method, which I'm seeing a pattern here when we get into this episode. Um, but I, I've worked with her. I've done angel readings with her because she is not just a coach, but she's an energy healer and she does angel readings. Um, And then I've done Reiki with Kitty and I've taken some of her yoga courses as well. So what I want to highlight and I'm going to I'm going to read a little bit more about Steph and Kitty, but what I really would love to highlight in this episode before we even dive into the interview is opening up your mind to the world of possibility when it comes to healing. For me, this episode is very personal because I worked with Stephanie and Kitty on uh, my healing journey. Um, I worked with them when I was feeling very low and I would love for you to come into this conversation with an open mind because there are a couple things I know that the cynic and the skeptic in me um, thinks of when I hear life coach, when I hear angel reading, when I hear Reiki, when I hear connecting with your angels or connecting with your intuition. The skeptic and the cynic in my mind can cast off all of those things that I just listed very easily. But the other part of me embraces them so deeply. And so for me, part of my healing journey has been not just going to traditional, you know, therapy, which I highly recommend and has changed my life in so many wonderful ways, but also exploring other ways of healing that maybe non-traditional or maybe, you know, coming, you you might be uh, hearing of them on social media and not really understanding what they mean or what they are. So you're going to learn, you know, about Reiki and you're going to learn about EFT tapping. And I really hope, I, my hope is that we can all broaden our minds to the different types of healing and different types of ways that we can all calm our nervous systems in this world. Because for me, they have all of these different ways have been so beneficial. 
going to a therapist, going to a psychologist, being on medication, having angel readings, doing Reiki, doing EFT tapping, working with people who would call themselves life coaches. All of these things have been so, so helpful for me in helping me to heal. And if they don't work for you, that is more than fine. But I would love for all of us to come into these conversations with an open mind and an understanding that um, this this stuff might be a little bit deeper than what we would assume is a surface level for these things. Because even in working with Stephanie and Kitty, I say several times in these episodes that this process was so, so different than I thought it would be. So I just wanted to talk about that up top. And I am, I myself am very picky about who I chat with on this show, um, who is a life coach and who I work with, who's a life coach. And I, I want to say through my experience with Stephanie and Kitty, they are the real deal, man. (laughs) And they are consummate professionals They are gentle with their clients and are really there to not just dive into the surface of healing, but get to the root causes. And we I'll talk a lot more about trauma in the next episode. In this episode, we're really going to highlight Steph's and Kitty's partnership and then the beginning stages of working with me and what that started to look like through some sessions with them. So. I had told no one that I was going to be working with Steph and Kitty. And when they approached me about um, a new program they were creating, I jumped on it right away because I had been feeling really poorly about myself for quite some time. And I wasn't taking action in my life in the ways that I really wanted to. And if you've noticed a shift in my content or my show over the past three months, it really is directly Uh, because of working with them. And it's directly the effect of working with them. And most importantly, working with people who are supporting and holding space for my healing. So like I said, this episode is very vulnerable for me. I'm sharing some personal details of how I've worked with professionals. So I, I ask that you be gentle and um, come in with an open mind. And I do also want to offer a trigger warning for people who may deal with body dysmorphia um, or food related issues or anxiety and depression. So I want to just offer that before we dive in to the episode. And then one more thing I want to mention is that you will definitely hear little baby noises in the background of this show. Both Steph and I are parents. And so the the time that we recorded this at night, it's just going to happen and you're going to hear little babies. Um, so enjoy those beautiful noises. And um, I hope you enjoy this episode of the show as well. If you want to leave a voicemail with a question for Steph and Kitty, uh, please feel free to utilize that link in the show notes to leave me a voicemail. Um, Also, 
I am launching a networking group. I know I've talked about it on the past few shows, but uh, it is directed really to towards women and helping them grow and make more money. And if you're interested in joining the waitlist for my networking group, it will be in the show notes as well. All of the information on where you can find Kitty and Stephanie is in the show notes. Now let's dive in and chat with them with these two very, very special episodes. Enjoy. Okay, so listen, I'm going to tell y'all right away, it, this is going to be a real good episode. And um, we're going to have a two-part series for this. I'm sure I already said this in my intro for this episode. Um, but so if you're listening, stay tuned because it's going to be two parts. Because I have my dear friends, my loves, Stephanie Vershow and Kitty Gonzalez on the show. And I'm so excited. Thank you both so, so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. to be here. So excited. I have like grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) We have been planning this for a while and I have been really, really looking forward to this conversation because what people don't know is that I have been working with you both. Uh, behind the scenes on my life and my soul and uh, just who I am and what I want to see and who I want to be in my life. And I have felt such a transformation from working with you both that, I mean, I've known you guys, I've interviewed you both. You guys are my friends, but having an opportunity to work with you both was something that I was just so excited to do and scared to do. And it showed up in the most perfect way and the perfect time in my life. And so I really wanted to bring you on the show to talk about what exactly we did and what we're working on and the work that you guys are doing and really dive into a lot of the subjects that we touched on. So first and foremost, can you talk about um, how you two started working together? Because you two are coaches and you work, you have worked traditionally separately. And then recently you guys have been working together in various capacities. So can you talk about how your partnership bloomed and blossomed? we go way back like yeah (laughs) way back I'm like I just got chills thinking about it but we met back at L'Oreal um Steph was like brought to me by the universe literally I was like my first year in terrified and uh there was a mentorship program that L'Oreal was organizing and uh they randomly assigned us a mentor based on uh, our disc profiles, I think they had us like opposite, like whoever was like the most opposite of us be our pair. And Steph was my mentor. And, and it was like, my whole life changed. (laughs) It was, it was beautiful. So we, we worked together. I felt the same way we met and like sparks and, um, 
we worked together. Then I left L'Oreal and we lost touch for a little bit. Yeah. And then we followed each other on, on the socials and all the things. But then Kitty had reached out and she was considering going either into therapy or coaching. And she's like, Steph, you've been doing this for a few years. Like, I'd love to kind of get your perspective on it. And, and you looked so happy, like, because <laughs> I was following you and I was just like, holy shit, like, what is she doing? I need to do something like what she's doing, like living the life that she wants. Yeah, that was so good. And I think that's what led you to pick coaching just based on, I guess, the path and how it had impacted me. So Kitty went to coaching school and then we, again, we never completely lost touch, but then she was doing her own thing. I was doing my own thing. And then did we reconnect through the joy method, which is the well, program that we reconnected uh, through the joy method initially, because you were, you were promoting it right when COVID started. And I was like, I was talking to my husband. I was like, I'd been talking to him about going back to school. And I was like, I really think I should sign up for this coaching, the the joy method. And he was like, yeah, you really should. Like, if this is something that you want to consider doing in your life, like you have to experience it. And I was like, okay, okay. And then thanks to the joy method, I like finally signed up for coaching school. And then I finally started coaching myself. And then I, you I became facilitated. a joy method facilitator. Yeah. Um, so it's been such a organic journey. Kitty, you have to remind me this latest installation of our beautiful journey. I, I think just you like had reached walking. out. Like, yeah. I was like walking outside uh, this summer and it was one of those like hits that when your intuition is just like, you have to do this. And that's what it was like. <laughs> and it was just I like, I really love that work that's with how her. your intuition sounds. It's, it doesn't. It really does. <laughs> It you doesn't sound like to. that or feel like that, but it's that strong where it's just like, I can't avoid it. It's like my body's going to do it whether I like want to or not. Yeah. So I called Steph and I was like, hey, I want to work together. I don't know how. I was just told by my, intu- my intuition to call you and tell you that I want to work together. Let's put a program together or something. But it was very like no details, no nothing. It was just like call Steph and work with her. Okay. So Um, beautiful. What happened when you got that call, Steph? And like, what action did that lead you both towards? Well, I've always been like a solo uh, business owner, but I, at the same time, thoroughly enjoy partnerships. I've done partnerships with many people throughout my business. So I was like, okay, well, you know, what, what does it look like? What, what do you think? Well, I, I don't know. And at that point it was like, I don't know. I don't know, but it feels right. Like, let, let's do something <laughs> like, let, let's just, I don't know. Um, and at the same time, I was talking to a friend that also worked. She works for a little words project, which I'm sure we'll get into it sooner or later. And uh, we were trying to figure out like, let's put a wellness program together for this beautiful company. That's all about empowering and things like that. So then I brought that up to Kitty and it's, and I was telling her, I was like, look, I'm working with this company and pitching them a, a, like wellness programs. Like we're going to do, they want to do something together. I also knew Lauren from L'Oreal. I'm like, would you be interested in that? And she's like, sure. So that one thing led to the other. And Kitty and I have always said through everything we do, like it has to be fun. And normally people say that but like we actually literally do it. Like even when we're putting pitches together for big companies, it's like, okay, if we're not having fun, we're, we're not doing this. So I think she's, we're so opposite. Like she mentioned at the beginning <laughs> that I think that creates such a beautiful chemistry 
because I can be also like super intense and I have a lot of ideas, you know, like I'm a well idea machine and Kitty just kind of projects it back to me. And so, but it's always been fun. And that has led to where we are today, which is, you know, these coaching programs, being chief wellness officers for companies and doing the work we did with you. So it's continues to be fun. And so just there's such ease with the work that we do. Yeah, I think this is really beautiful because um, both of you are supporting each other in different ways. Like Steph, you've been coaching for a longer period of time than Kitty has, but you're saying directly, oh, this person is supporting you in such an important way that it's enhancing your ability as a coach and your career in turn. And Kitty, you're looking to Stephanie for guidance in certain ways, but you're also balancing yourself out and elevating your own practice as well, which I think really speaks volumes to number one, the willingness to work with other people and not be rigid and in uh, opening up for new possibilities and also finding people that you're comfortable with and maintaining connection with and opening up that dialogue. So I, I really love that so, so much. And I think that it can be hard to find the right person to work with. Um, what yeah. are some things that you've noticed in working with each other? And then we'll go into the actual work that you guys are doing. But what have you noticed from working with each other that brings more ease into your partnership? And and what are the what are the strengths? So, so many things, but I knew that I wanted to work with someone, you know, like I still wanted to maintain. And I think that the same is true for Steph right now. Like we want to maintain our own business, but also like create something strong together. And I I know just like from seeing my husband, he has a business partner and I'm always just like, God, I wish I had a, her name is Lena. I'm like, God, I wish I had a Lena. I wish I had a Lena. And then I was like, Steph is my Lena, you know, like so many things that I'm not I can't do on my own and the same for her. Like when we come together, the ideas just so flow, flow so much more easily. It's also what I love is being able to collaborate and brainstorm together. And, um, and also like to be able to do it with someone else who, uh, I can be vulnerable with. And we've said from the beginning, like when things get hard, this is how we communicate. We, we like, we've planned how to communicate difficult conversations with each other. Um, and I'm not sure that it's come to that, but our plan is, um, this is the story I'm telling myself about what's happening right now. This is how I feel. What's your story around this? Like for us to have a plan of like, listen, things are going to get intense our business is going to keep growing and growing and growing. And with that, it's going to come more challenges, more responsibility. When that happens, when we get into like the trenches of things, how do we want to communicate with each other? But um, I think that's what like I've enjoyed so much is like being able to talk about having those difficult conversations with someone. I love that. Yeah. I think for me, the thing that came organically, but it works out so well is the fact that we're so different so on our disc profile, our human design, you know, we're, we're really, really different. And I think that truly complements it, even though it wasn't planned. So I don't know if, if people out there are thinking about partnering with somebody, maybe taking a look at certain, you know, uh, disc or human design or things like that, that could be helpful. But mm -hmm. for us specifically, I am go 
impulsive, let's jump off a bridge and I hope there's something to catch us. You know, I'm like, let's just send the presentation, call the people, let's do it. And, and I'm like, hold on. Yeah. Kitty's like, that's awesome. Love that. But have you thought about this? And I'm like, of course not, but let's do it. She's like, okay, okay, okay. We're going to do it, but let's also think about this. So it's kind of like we, you know, and I feel so extremely safe and held, you know, like taking care of Dylan, my 10 month old, it never feels like, well, you do this and I do that. It's like, we're just passing each other the torches throughout, you know, throughout the day, like, okay, I'll finish this and I'll send it to you or I'll do this. So it's like such a, I just feel very held, you know, it doesn't feel yeah. like it's, it's alone. It's like, she gets me. I was, I was describing us the other day to the home edit, you know, like Joanna and Cleo. I don't know if, if you all watch, oh, yeah. you know, okay. So it's kind of like, they're so different but they just get each other. And I'm like, there's a comma missing in the third paragraph in slide 11. She's like, oh yeah. You know, it's like, so it's just, there's, there's so much magic that's happening, but I think it's the the trust and listening and, and feeling safe with each other and having fun. Yeah. 100%. Okay. We do, we, we do like we did with you, which we'll get into it, but one-on-one coaching and group programs and Sometimes it can feel like a lot to like hold that space of running a workshop with a lot of people on a zoom or in person. And, you know, it's something that we can do alone that we have done alone, but to know that you have someone with you where it's like, if anything goes wrong with your little things, like with your microphone, or if like you're coaching someone and you just want to be able to support them more, like have someone to talk about, um, your client with and be like, Hey, let's work together. Let's like plan what would be best for, for her, or for him or for them. And, and have two brains working on it versus just one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. I really love seeing your friendship and your business partnership bloom because you can see all of the things you're talking about when you're presenting yourself to the world. But I, I know we've said, let's get into it. So let's get into it. Let's talk about how we've worked together because um, you guys approached me when I was in a pretty dark space and you guys didn't know that. You didn't know that I was you know, sitting on my couch for hours and not doing anything or that I was practicing things that were unhealthy. And I was really living in a place of self-loathing for, for a period of time and I wasn't doing well. And I was, uh, at the time when you guys approached me to work with me, uh, I was feeling really lost and like, There were all of these big ideas, all of these things that I really wanted to do, but I wasn't being consistent and I wasn't taking action around them. I was just avoiding them. But at the time, I wasn't saying I was avoiding them. I was saying it's too much. Like, it's just too much for me. And I get a a voice message one day and Stephanie approaches me about this new program that you guys are putting together. Um, Would I want to be a part of this program? And, um, you know, it's, it's very specifically geared towards a, towards a specific person. And I'm the first person you guys thought about. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Like, what, (laughs) what are you even talking about? Um, And 
everything inside of my body was like, yep, mm -hmm, yes, 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 I need this thing and these people. Like, this is the perfect container. So can you talk about briefly what exactly you put together um, and who it's aimed for in, in relation to when you reached out to me? Um, let's let's start there. So what what did you put together and who are who did you aim it towards? Well, initially, when we had reached out to you as very specific for entrepreneur and corporate executive, which is who you are, right? And a mom, a parent. So we were thinking like, well, who, who are we aiming this to? And we're like, Christina is, you know, she encompasses all the things, right? She has her business. She has her corporate executive job. She is a, a you know, a working mom, a parent. And in the hopes that we would get even more clear with like, is it for the entrepreneur? Is it for the corporate executive? Is it for the parent? And come to find out in very much like Kitty Steph, it's like, this is for the humans, right? That want a reset. So that's why we called it the reset, right? Somebody that you could be spiritual, you could be an executive, you could be a parent, you could be an entrepreneur, you can be all the things like Christina is. And you're just in a place that you're like, I just, I just need a reset. Like I've hit this habit, this pattern, this way of being that is not working for the goals that I want to achieve. And I just need a reset to like re-anchor myself and continue kicking ass in life. So that's in essence who it's for and, 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 and what, what the purpose of it is. Yeah. Why did you approach me? <laughs> You are all the things. I mean, like we follow you. We, first of all, we love you so much. So we were like, oh my God, it would be so amazing to work with Christina it would be such an honor. But um, we admire what you do so, so much. Of course, we didn't know what you were experiencing at the time, but we know that you want to grow your business. We know that you are passionate about your corporate job. We know that you love being a mom and that it's a lot like you're you're do so much Christina and we were like she would just be perfect for this because this is support like you're in a room with us and we're we're helping you grow and at the same time we're holding you and and the other just I I think that the thing that I wanted to, to quickly add in uh sorry Kitty is the fact that you're also which is, I, I think if, if we were to have a prerequisite is are people that are like hungry and willing to do the work, right? Like from all the years that I've known you, you've done the joy method, you've worked with your own set of like coaching and therapists and everything under the sun. And it's like people in the reset clients in the reset, our program are people that are willing and ready and hungry and excited to do the inner work, right? Like when yeah. you either get it or you don't, you get it. And in addition to that, as a human, you are the executive, you are the entrepreneur, you are the parent, like you are ambitious and you're heart centered and you're spiritual. Right. So, and practical. So it, it's like, I mean, if anybody's listening, all those things, you like check all of these things off. So you're, you're the ideal person that we wanted to start with and to also guide us and be like, Hey, what do you think? We've, I've never done coaching with somebody else. Yeah, you that know? was the key point, right? Like you guys were now going to coach together. And that was the distinction of this program was, okay, so we're going to have sessions with 
both of you and then do individual sessions, one with Kitty and then one with Stephanie, and then come back and reflect upon those sessions. For me, when I was hearing it, I was like, this is amazing. Like I get to work with these two people who are so different, but I've been around and I've worked with in different capacities. Um, And now I get kind of this like just overarching look at some of the things that I needed assistance with at the time. So I really loved that particular distinction. And I wanted to talk a bit uh, about um, the process of going through this with you guys. And because I have told no one that I did this and I kept it between you guys and myself when I was going through this program because I had no idea what to expect. And this work felt deeply personal and really, really intense. And I wasn't expecting for it to be intense. I was, because I think when you hear coach, you are like, I think that there are a lot of misconceptions about coaching and what that work actually means. And for me, I had been through programs with you both. But for some reason, working with you guys on like together in a very um, structured environment, not to say that your other um, activations weren't structured, but this was just very particularly structured. It was really uh, very deep and I was ready and willing to do the work like you were saying, Steph. So I want to read a little bit of um, my intake form that I had when I first came to you guys. And this is very vulnerable, <laughs> but I'm going to read um, one particular piece because before we even met for our first meeting, you guys sent me a questionnaire to fill out on various aspects of my life and what I wanted to to work on or what I was observing in myself. So one of the, the questions is, what is holding you back the most right now? What feels the heaviest in your life right now? And my response was, this question could make me cry. I think my insecurities, self-doubt, and fear of having to do it all is holding me back. I'm comfortable. Being consistent, growing, doing more feels uncomfortable. And that feels overwhelming and heavy. My self-image feels heaviest right now. I don't feel fond of myself at the moment. So I can very confidently say I do not feel the same way that I did uh, in writing that anymore. Um, But at the time, it feels heavy on paper. It felt even heavier in my body. When you are reading my intake form and, and when you read various intakes forms when you're doing this work on your own, but together, when you read things like that, what swirls through your brains before you're meeting with someone to work with them as a coach? That's a great question. Uh, what what comes up for me is like, well, first of all, like so honored to, for you to have the, like the comfort of sharing that with us. It's so, so vulnerable. And to know that like you just writing that on paper that's already so helpful for you, Christina, you know, to just like, oh, I'm, you're creating awareness in that moment that is so powerful. And so when 
I mean, I'm sure this is the same for Steph too, but it's like, oh my gosh, I, I'm honored to be able to read this. And it's also, there's a little bit of like, for me, it's like, oh my gosh, we have so many great things that we get to work on right now. I could not agree more. I always say like, thank you, God. Thank you, universe, to have created the safe container for this person in, in this example, Christina, to have the courage to share this. Like it's a treasure, you know, like you just opened up a little window to your soul, you know, and it's like, and you're sharing it with me, you know, it's, it always just gives me chills and, and it, ugh. and then after that, it's in the best way possible. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, we're, we're going to get to work, let's baby. Get let's get started. Let's just get it going. <laughs> and that's like so fucking funny because like literally both of you are that way. And like me coming into a first meeting with you both, um, you guys are like, let's do it. And I'm like this vulnerable egg, like about to crack any moment. And you guys are like, we can't wait to work with you. And I was like, what is happening? like so for me it was just it was like um and what was so awesome about that is you both were so gentle with me but I also requested that you be gentle with me and I was really proud of myself for doing that in the moment because I realized like I'm on the brink of uh big things and like emotionally over here and you guys the first um session you really outlined what you wanted to do in our work together. Um, Things that I had listed as goals, one of them being consistency. And what does that mean for me? Um, But I didn't say that. I said, I want to be more consistent. And both of you said, well, what does that mean for you? And how can we figure out what that means? And you both said what the most important thing we want to work with you around is on the way you see yourself and your self-love and the version of what you see. And I know that I'm not unique in um, that particular piece of, of, you know, how I reflect upon myself. And I'm sure that you've worked with other people on how they view themselves, self-love. What about self-love and coaching goes hand in hand in the work that you do every day, every day. I mean, it's everything, you know, it's everything to me. It's the, the, the foundation of everything. There's something that I talk about often in the joy method and with my clients, obviously you being a client and a friend, but a client in this case, and love is like, use love to transform yourself, create a change because you love yourself so much, right? You're not changing because you're sick and tired of who you are. You are scheduling the coaching calls and whatever the body movement or the food nurturing, whatever the thing is in your life, because you're being pulled because you love yourself so much, you know? So that becomes like the grounding foundation for everything we do always reminding yourself, like, go back to your heart, go back to love and allow, let love be that the guy that pulls you towards that transformation that you're seeking. And it's, you know, it's all of us. It's like the, sometimes the easier path is like shaming ourselves into doing something. 
it works to a certain extent until it destroys you. And yeah. I think for both of us, for Steph and I, and with our clients, it's the constant reminder of like, you can't, we can't shame ourselves into changing into being better. And um, yeah, that's always the root of like all of the work that we do with our clients. Like, even if it yeah. feels like that's not the answer, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times clients will come to us cause there there's like big outer goals that they want to achieve. You know, they're not going to, they're not always thinking about like, what is the inner work that has to happen here? But it's like, if you're going to work with us. There's no other way to do it. Like you won't, you won't succeed until we like, we focus on the self-love first. Um, yeah. I mean, that was the part that, and the reason why I want to touch on this is because that was the part that I was really surprised about because I was expecting like, okay, you have this goal of being consistent here. Let's dive into all of these ways that you can be consistent and like, how can we set up things in your life? So you're consistent, but it wasn't that at all. It was, how can you love yourself right now? What are the ways that in which you're feeling that you're, you're sitting there and telling yourself a story that doesn't match who you actually are and how can we reshape showing yourself love and really dive diving into yourself and speaking with her and understanding why exactly you're hurting and you're so afraid and when you say it out loud it feels so obvious that that's the work but again I think there's a misconception about coaching that Oh, you have a goal. Let's help you. Let's help you hit that goal. And I'm not saying that's not what it is, but it just felt so much deeper. So can you reflect upon that process of, of why you approach your work in, in that way, instead of giving people, you know, these actionable items diving into the, the deeper level? I, um, I love to start with that one. The, the thing is with coaching is that I totally agree with you. There's this uh, idea that here's step one to three, and that's what we do as a coach. And we'll get to that. But what my interest is, like if I were to have an agenda, is for you, Christine, in this case, to have long, sustainable transformation right? So A, I cannot give you one, two, three, because I'm not a consultant, right? I can tell you one, two, three, you know, do a post-ed, you know, put it on your wall and, you know, do it every day. And you're like, I don't even like post-its. Like, I don't even like to have stuff on my wall. And I'm like, well, do it. You know? So I (laughs) never, never say that. It's always to say, well, what works for you? But before that step is what I call like the iceberg, right? Like what is below the iceberg? The top of the iceberg are the steps that you are going to figure out what you want to take. My responsibility is to figure out the mammoth that lives below the iceberg that in your case led you to be on the couch, like you were saying earlier, for endless of hours. You know, if we don't handle that, how are you then supposed to come up with a plan if you're paralyzed at that point because of the stories that you were telling yourself, right? So if I tell you, hey, let's excavate the iceberg on our consultation call, you'll be like, no, we're not. I just want the plan stuff. Just give me the top of the iceberg. Sure, 
for sure. I'll give it to you. No, I won't. We need to get to the bottom of the iceberg, figure out what's keeping you paralyzed in the couch, endless of hours, isolating from the world in a way that's gentle, but powerful. So then when we get to the plan, which what happened to you in a matter of less than a month, you're a different person that you were a month ago and the things that you are achieving. So that's why we start with the self-love in this case that we're talking about. So then when we get to the top, the, the three steps or whatever steps, you're actually taking action and you're running with it instead of going back to the couch and feeling paralyzed. Anything else to add to Kitty? Does that? Yeah. I think this is like, you know, that's why it's sometimes hard to explain what coaching is. Like, you know, we'll say like we coach, from the inside out it's like okay well what does that mean and it's basically what Steph just described it's like we have to work through the inner conflict before we get into those other outer goals outer goals being like I want to get promoted or I want to book a trip you know like what are those things you can check off your list it's like you can't get to that until we work through the inner challenges whatever those may be maybe it's working through that little voice in your head that's telling you that you're a piece of shit and it's telling you over and over and over and over again until it paralyzes you to not get off the couch or maybe it's a limiting belief that you have about yourself or maybe it's an assumption that you're making. You've tried in the past and it didn't work out. Why would it try this time? Like our job is to get to the root of like, what What are the thoughts that she's saying to herself over and over and over again that aren't true? How do we get to the real truth? Which yeah. is always- And, and just like, like a, a, a quick visualization, it's like if you have a fridge full of salad and fruits and whatever, healthy foods, but we're still not figuring out why you're eating takeout or fast foods, you can have the fridge and your pantry full of the most amazing, healthy, gourmet foods. That's not stopping you from ordering out five times a day. If we're not finding out the trigger, right, of why you are numbing through eating or, you know, feeling that triggered. So forget about filling the pantry with like, forget about booking the trip and all of that. If we're not figuring out why you feel unworthy or why you feel like a piece of shit, that's, it's going to be so much more harder to get there. So we must start from the inside out period. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, that was actually a major problem that we worked through as well and that I'm still working on, but it was, an I, I, we identified that was like, I was spending so much money on takeout. I was ordering food and disappearing into my couch and binging. And, um, that was something that I, told you all. And I've shared a bit, a little bit more about on this show, but um, it's something that I really was battling with for, I mean, for years and years, but over the past year, it was really bad. And um, it was this moment. um, So, so we had this initial session where you both Mm -hmm. reflected the, the real goals that you wanted to see with me. And then you both reflected what you see in me. And that was really overwhelming because you said all of these things that were so wonderful and lovely that I didn't see about myself. Um, the first thing you told me was I was very organized and I was like, Hey, um, and (laughs) you said all of these wonderful things, but then you also gently said, we you're avoiding a lot of things as well. And you're, um, you're, you're having a tendency to avoid and we really want to better understand why that is and where that's coming from. 
And I went into that session, even after that first session, I took so much action in my life just by speaking these things out loud and talking to you guys about the intentions that we had to work together and really owning up to, yeah, what does consistency look like for me? I am avoiding things and having people reflect that for me was so helpful just in one session. But it was really my session then with Kitty where she said, you know, when you're sitting on the couch, like I have some homework for you. When you're in those moments where you're scrolling mindlessly on your phone, where you're sitting on the couch, where you've ordered takeout, my homework for you is that you tell yourself, I love myself. I love you. I'm worthy. I'm enough. And then you can take a look at yourself and see if this is something you actually want to be doing, or you can continue to do that thing and love yourself in that moment. And I remember, Kitty, you said, it's going to be really hard um, and maybe you'll forget to do it, but it's going to be really important that you do this. Um, At least try. That's your homework. And I was like, okay, great. And, And I literally the next day I was sitting on my couch scrolling and it just automatically popped into my brain. I love you. You're worthy. You're enough. And I remember just telling myself automatically, is this what I actually want to be doing? No. Like I want to make myself a cup of tea and go do something else. What in that moment, um, cause I'll get to the, the behavior around food and things in a little bit, but what in that moment of, of reflection, because you've yourself, Kitty said that you're strongest gift is you are a mirror and you reflect for people. How did you easily see that in me that I needed that particular homework um, in that moment? And has this come up with other clients? And like, how, how do you navigate those moments? I think so much of it is um, strengthening our intuition. I mean, that's why coaching is such a gift because I think I'm sure that this is true for for therapists as well. People in this space, when you are working with someone else one-on-one, you have like your intuition is just like your, your greatest guidance. And for me, um, you know, I, like I said, like, or like you said, I reflect back a lot of what, I'm seeing a lot of what I'm hearing, a lot of what I'm feeling in my body, you know, like in that moment, it's like, I could feel you, Christina, like it it feels like I need love. If I'm feeling this right now, this is what I need to share with her. Like, um, and so, you know, the homework assignments, sometimes they're a little bit more involved. Sometimes they are like, all right, sit down and book that trip that you've been playing, whatever, like sometimes it is more outer goals, but like our, the homework, no matter how simple it is, like this homework for me felt like the most powerful thing that I can give you in that moment. Um, because in those moments, what you most needed for yourself was to be like, I see you, Christina, I'm here for you. Like you needed to support yourself and love yourself so much. And I just couldn't see any other thing to tell you in that moment. It was like, ah, you need to see yourself. And this is how I suggest you do it. 
It was really powerful. And I'm curious because I know you guys would meet and reflect um, upon sessions that I was having, you know, after meeting with you both or meeting with Kitty. What what do you guys talk about? (laughs) (laughs) And what do you reflect upon in those moments? Um, Because you're talking about things that are such small moments, but make huge impacts. So what are, what do those conversations look like? Well, so just to take like a, like, I guess like a quick step back when, when the process is right, when you came, it's like, you fill out this discovery form and Kitty and I take a look at it just to have an idea of like, let's connect the dots, right? Like what is happening for this person? What are her strengths or his or their strengths? And let's just give like an overall picture. So then we have a call, we figure out, you know, the challenges, the the goals, the things that you want to work through. We're, we're doing three sessions. So three sessions at the beginning, and that's what we call it the reset. Like we're not working together at the beginning for months on end. It's like you want in, you want to make a change and you want out and you want to continue living your best life. Um, so, and that's, so we do the discovery. We have the conversation with you. We reflect, this is what we're going to do. And we get really clear with your goal. And I know in your case, uh, Christina, it was the, you know, the consistency and lack thereof or and the stop and go pattern right of like go 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 stop go 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 stop yeah. so once we figure out what is the number one goal for this three-part session right so then you had your your first call with kitty and the first call with kitty it's all about like breaking the pattern and shifting your perspective right and in this case breaking the pattern was going from like shaming and judgment and self-loathing to loving myself. Then we'll get into the second session, which I know we're not there yet, which is more the subconscious, the session with me, the tapping, going below the iceberg. And then in our third session, it's like, let's create a strategy and an action plan. So you have everything you need to continue moving forward. So because we're not together in every single call, Kitty and I talk in between calls to make sure that whatever she sees in the call and what she gathered through the call, there is a thread for the second call, right? So if she's having a call with you, call number one was love yourself in these moments. Call number two, I'm going to be like, hey, how was loving yourself through those moments? Right? Did you remember? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's like, well, Kitty gave me some homework a week ago. Steph is not even asking me about it. So the main important thing is like, well, what, what was the takeaway? Because I want to hold her accountable and I want to ask her and see like, how, how did that feel? And the second part is to make sure that whatever breakthroughs you had on this, on that first call, we're able to weave them to the second call to make sure that we're still focusing on bringing solution to the biggest challenge, which in this case was the stop and go pattern. And then there are things that I see that Kitty doesn't see and vice versa. Right. So as we're going through the calls, what are the um, like the gaps in the client to make sure that we're catching them at every single point? So by call three, we we figured out which we did with you and with our clients, like we figured out the stop and go pattern in order in, in order for you not to stop and go as as abrasive as you were doing in the past. So it becomes just like a beautiful information passing of the torch to make sure that we feel prepared as facilitators and coaches for the next client. So the client feels that consistency and cohesiveness between the sessions. 
Yeah, because I mean, Steph and I, after the initial call that we have with you, Christina, to make sure our goals are aligned all together. And then Steph and I sit down and we're like, okay, this is what session one can look like. This is what session two can look like. This is what session three can look like. But there needs to be flexibility within our plans because I don't know what you're going to say to me, Christina. I don't know what's going to happen in that session. And the same is for your session with Steph. So as much as we could plan like, okay, session one, let's get clear on what consistency means to Christina. I have no idea what consistency means to you. Like we have to get together and, and discover that, take the time to discover that. Why isn't there consistency? Take the time to discover that. And then from there, all right, let's go back to the original plan stuff. Like how, this is what I discovered in my call with Christina. This is what we had planned. Let's readjust and take it from there. You know, there's only so much that we can plan without, without Christina being in the picture. Of course. Yeah. And one thing, and I'll, I'll tell you this last thing on, on that question. One thing we, we passed on that we discovered. So Christina comes in, I need consistency. I have this stop and go pattern. She has the first session with Kitty. Kitty's briefing me with, you know, we're talking through the notes and then looking at the notes, it's like, wait, 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 wait a minute. She is consistent, but with the things that are holding her back. Yeah. So it was not about lacking consistent because you were uber consistent with going to the couch for those few months and ordering out and whatever things that you were doing. But the consistency was pointed at behaviors and patterns that you did not want to nurture. So it's like, let's redirect her consistent ways in a healthy way that allows her to get closer to the goals and the life that she wants to be living. That happened while Kitty and I were briefing each other. Right. So those are like that aha moments that we then bring into the next session. Yes. And you told me that in the next session and it was wonderful because I was like, <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that happened in my session with Kitty was um, this this moment where I said I don't like to be bored and I am always trying to stimulate myself. Uh, in that sounded horrible. I'm always looking for stimulus <laughs> around me, around me, and I'm always looking for things to catch my attention. And I, I really, I don't have. Um, well, I, I really desire to do a lot, but I find everything overwhelming. And one thing we discovered is that I I hate being bored and being bored also means that like I'm not actually resting or going into places where I can find rest because I'm always going, 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 even when I'm sitting on my couch doing nothing because I'm not actually doing nothing. I'm putting on a TV show. I'm scrolling on my phone. I'm distracting myself. So I'm not actually getting the rest that I need because I always have stimulus around me. And that was something that was a, a major breakthrough that I had with Kitty, where we then put together a list of what are the things that I turn to that are easy in my life. And then what are the things that I can do that will help me reset? So my easy list are those 
typically numbing activities. And that reset list is like, okay, what's actually going to bring me back into my centered self and will actually help me relax and rest. Um, Kitty, do you want to reflect on that a little bit? Yeah, no. And you also, um, we took time reframing what discomfort means to you. Yes. Um, because I mean, obviously you are very ambitious and you love to grow and you love to grow other people. Um, and with that comes discomfort. So there was this kind of like push and pull with like, I want to do all those things and I'm so uncomfortable, so I might as well not do it. And I was like, what does that discomfort mean when it's happening? Like, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable to, to be ambitious, to be courageous. Like, how can you reframe what discomfort means to have that like uncomfortable feeling in your body? It's not a bad thing. Yes, totally. And, and again, that really was woven in by the homework too of like, okay, not only I'm going to feel uncomfortable when I'm scrolling around the couch. So let me send myself love, but I'm also going to feel uncomfortable when I'm trying something new and putting myself out there and and taking the action that I need. So let me sell, send myself love. <laughs> yeah. Like it works in both scenarios to really wake my body and my brain up. And I really, really loved those components of our conversation. And they really, you know, did pull that thread into my next session with Stephanie uh, which was so insanely intense. Um, and I want to talk about because it was so different than what I was expecting. Uh, the whole this whole process, this work with you both was just so different than what I was expecting. All right, guys, that's where we're going to end it for this episode. The next part, part two of this series will be coming out on Friday. So please, please look out for that on Friday. I'm not going to make you wait too long. And that's where we're going to dive into some of my session with Stephanie and really, really dive into a lot of the emotional work that came along with this process. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode And I really, really, really am so grateful for Stephanie and for Kitty and the work that they're doing. Um, So please, please um, head to their pages and interact with them and go follow them and support their work. And please never forget that your story matters and your voice matters. And I will see you on Friday with part two of this healing journey. Bye. We are all works in progress. What if we took that a step further, pausing for a moment to ask ourselves, what else is possible? What if you were to just be with the question so that you can then choose something different for your life, not having to seek out any answer? So join me, Carmen Shields, on the Discovering Amazing Possibilities podcast every other Wednesday. Get curious about your life. What amazing possibilities have you not considered in your life today? Hey there, my name is Meli Ramirez and I'm the host of Chingona's Only Club. 
a podcast for women of all backgrounds where we discuss our struggles with gender norms, societal roles, and social issues. If you want to learn more and connect with strong and equally resilient women, I invite you to listen in every Tuesday on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Let's empower one another through our powerful storytelling. Adios! The Amplify Her podcast is a part of the Amplify Her Media Network. You can check out more shows on the Amplify Her Media Network over on Instagram at Amplify Her Media.